So Dedication Sunday, there's a couple of, two or three slides that are going to come up. We love to dedicate children. And um, I, I'm a parent. I'm actually, I'm, I'm a grandparent now. Gosh. I've been, a, I've been a grandpa for the last two and a half years. So I've gone through the parent stage of raising my own small child to now having the joy of having a two and a half year old grandchild come and see us regularly every week. And um, who's a grandparent? Isn't it brilliant? Don't say no, please. <laughs> Especially if you're a grandparent of one of the children being dedicated. Um, that's just not the day for that. All right. Um, I, Wednesdays is, is my day off and we have our little granddaughter every Wednesday. It's my favourite day of the week. I love it. It's just so much fun. And what's so good is that you can wind them up and at five o'clock say to your son, here's your daughter back. So it's brilliant. It's brilliant. But parenthood, parenthood, I think is one of the most important roles in society. In fact, I've got to be honest, I can't think of a more important role in society than being a parent. When we live in a world that is very dysfunctional, sadly, in lots of areas to do with family life, where we see a lot of brokenness around us, to be entrusted with the responsibility of raising children and to help them develop to become responsible people in their own right is a very, very worthy task. And um, I want to share from a story in the Bible in a moment of a couple, a married couple, a man called Elkanah and his wife Hannah, who desperately wanted to have the joy and privilege of raising children. I think, and and I'll share a little bit of a personal illustration in a moment, I don't think there is possibly a greater heartache than for a couple who desire to nurture and have a child only to find out that they're unable to have one. It grips your heart to see the tears of a wife who wants to be a mother so badly. Michelle and I were in that situation. We got to our late 20s, decided that we would like to start a family and it wasn't long before we realised that we were unable to have our own children and we went through various uh, hospital treatments and tests and stuff like that and none of that worked and so we were unable to have our own children and I can remember feeling pretty sad and upset myself but to watch my wife who would often be in tears because we were in a church at the time where you only had to sit only it seemed like a woman only had to sit on a chair and she got pregnant you know we had children everywhere in our church and we were one of those couples that couldn't have our own children and we we made a decision as a couple to go through the adoption process and to cut a very beautiful and long story short um, we had the joy of adopting a 12-week baby boy um, and um, we've had the honour of bringing him up as our own son. So we know a little bit about what it feels like to desire a child and go through that process and then the joy of adopting a son. And in the book of Samuel, one, chap- one 
there's two books in, in the Bible of Samuel. And the first book of Samuel, chapter 1, verse 1, we find and we read this story of a couple who desired a child. And uh, the wife of the couple went and prayed. And you're gonna read, we're going to read her prayer that's going to come up on two slides right now. She went to a temple and she prayed a prayer to God and this is what she prayed. It says this, In her deep anguish, Hannah prayed to the Lord, weeping bitterly, and she made a vow saying, Lord Almighty, if you will only look on your servant's misery and remember me and not forget your servant, but give her a son, then I will give him to the Lord all the days of his life and no razor will ever be used on his head. I can't quote that for myself. So here we find this wife, along with her husband, but particularly the wife, she prays a prayer for a child. God, would you give me the gift of a child, she says. And when I I read those words over the last couple of weeks and I was just thinking about this special day of dedication, I was just reminded of that, would you give me a child? Would you give me this gift? And I want to say to us on this particular Sunday, every child is a gift. Every child is a gift. I don't believe that any child is a mistake. Yes, not every child is planned, And some children come along and they are a bit of a surprise. But I don't believe that any child is a mistake. I believe every child is a gift from God. In fact, there is a famous psalm that is read on numbers of very important occasions. It's one of the most famous psalms in the Bible, Psalm 100. And 39, and the psalmist David writes these words as a prayer to God. And he says these words For you created my inmost being, you knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place, when I was woven together in the depths of the earth. For it was there that your eyes saw my unformed body and all the days for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. That even before any child is born, as they are being made and developed within the womb, I believe that God is intimately involved in that process. In fact, there's another verse in the Bible that says, even before the foundations of the earth, you knew me. No child is a mistake. Every child is a gift. 
And of course today, you might be a very grown-up child. In your 20s, 30s, 60s, 70s, 80s. And I know some of the pain that people carry well into their adult life. Maybe you felt all throughout your life that you were a mistake. Maybe somebody said that to you. Oh, we never wanted you. Or you never should have been born. I'm not going to dwell on this, but I just want to tell you today, if you as an adult, as a grown-up child, are here today and you feel that, you are not a mistake. You are a gift from God. And Hannah prayed this beautiful prayer, Lord, would you give me a child? Would you give me a child? But there's a second part to her prayer which is lovely because she says these words. It says she made a vow to God, a promise to God. She prayed a prayer back to God and she said, God, if you give me a child... I will give him back to you. I remember when Michelle and I went to Southend-on-Sea. We used to live in Thurrock in Essex because my wife's an Essex girl and I'm proud to be married to an Essex girl. And um, I remember we lived in a place called Stamfordley Hope in Essex. And we went through the various agencies to adopt our son. And he was in a foster care home in Southend-on-Sea. And I remember going to pick him up to bring him home. We had this little car seat in the car. (laughs) And he had this little... He looked like an Argentinian footballer. He had this like blue and white striped top on. I can always remember it. Little blonde-haired boy. I'm, I'm just... Go with me now. I'm just like... Reminiscing, okay. And I remember we picked him up and we drove him back home to, to Stanford Lee Hope. And as I was driving, I had tears rolling down my face because I'd got a boy. God had blessed us with the gift of a son. And this is what we did the first Sunday we went back to our church. The very first Sunday because loads of people, as you can imagine, we, we were in a church a bit like this down in Essex and... Uh, Loads of people had been praying for us that we'd, we'd, get a, we'd get a child. And on the first Sunday back from picking him up as our adopted boy, we took him to church and we stood at the front and we dedicated him to the Lord. We said, thank you, Jesus, for giving us the gift of a child. And Hannah prayed that prayer. She said, Lord, if you give me a son, a child... I will give him back to you. The greatest example in the Bible comes from the most famous verse in the Bible. And if you've ever watched a World Cup football match, you might see a banner in the crowd that says John 3.16. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him would not die but have everlasting life. The greatest example of a father giving his son is the example of God giving his son Jesus. And for both Will and Grace and Chris and Amy today, for all four of them, they have a strong Christian personal faith in Jesus 
And so for them today, it is a real honour for them to dedicate their children to the purposes of God and to say, Lord, thank you for giving us our children, but today we want to dedicate them back to you. It is the most beautiful thing that comes straight from the example of God giving us Jesus. When I looked in the dictionary this week, and which I've done on a number of occasions, to the word dedicate, one of the dictionary definitions of the word dedicate is to give yourself, to devote yourself to a cause. And so dedication of children as Christians is to give our children to the cause of Christ. Now, of course, as these three children grow up to become, you know, primary school children and teenagers and adults in their own right, our prayer is that they would themselves choose to become Christians, that they would make that decision themselves to become followers of Jesus. But there is nothing like the children that have been entrusted to us. We give them back to God. And so Will and Grace uh, have two beautiful children, Erin and Samuel. We actually had planned to dedicate Erin three years ago. And then we had this weird time in history called COVID. And we couldn't meet. And it didn't happen for those reasons. And then since Erin's been born, they've had this beautiful little boy, Samuel, born to them. And so now they've got two children. And um, as those of us who are part of this church, and of course their family and friends, would know it's been a real journey uh, with Samuel. But we are so grateful for the gift of Samuel's life as well, aren't we? And all that he means to them, obviously as a couple and family, but to us as a church. And we continue to pray God's blessing and strength into his life as he still has to have some treatment. So Will and Grace have been in the church a number of years We've got to know them well. Not so long, but the last couple of years, Chris and Amy turned up here in church one Sunday. Um, and when I went and saw them a few months ago to talk to them about, you know, how you find in church life, what you've, how do you feel, think Hope Church is for you, Chris said to me, he said, well, he said, the first Sunday we ever came to this church, he said, you were speaking, Graham. And he said, and then you held an umbrella up over your head and another guy came and poured water all over you. And he said, that was our first experience of your church. And he said, well, he, he said, we went away that Sunday and thought, well, if, if you're that real and you don't mind doing crazy things like that, he said, we're okay with this church. So that was their first experience. You'll just be pleased to know there was no umbrella and no copious amounts of water this morning, all right? So we're okay. But Chris and Amy have had a beautiful little boy too called Alfred. Um, and uh, we've journeyed with them through, their, through Amy's pregnancy, and it's been a joy to, to meet him and get to know him a little, a little bit as well. So Chris and Amy are going to be dedicating Alfred with their family and friends today. What a joy it is to offer to the Lord three beautiful children. 